Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Yeah, gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. And I can't get it out of my head. Cause I won't use discretion when I'm talking about obsession. Cause this is what makes me me. And I'm glad that I called ya. I'm talking about nostalgia. And this is where I wanna be. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Yeah, gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Welcome back to another episode of The Gimme. I am your host and resident horse girl, Kathleen Damarl. I am here with my uh, very funny guest today. He, I mean, he's done it all. I, I think he just wanted me to say that he's a friend of the pod, but that's like tacky. Um, he's the first comic that ever stood me up on a date. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said first. I mean, I'm assuming there are going to be others. Everybody, we have on the lovely Sam Ike today. Hey, hey, hey. I don't know why I was expecting, like, clapping, but... There's no laugh track on this. I don't have that kind of money yet. Oh, uh, we're going to get... The Gimme Season 2 is going to be just a bunch of sound effects. I can't wait. Oh, my God. It's going to uh, be awesome. Well, I'm excited to have you on. How have you been <laughs> doing in quarantine? You know, just living the dream, you know? I, I've i gotten to, like, sleep regularly. I've never done that before. Um, trying to make the most out of it, you know? Enjoying uh, enjoying time with family and stuff like that. Uh, trying to take in nature. I, I took up running. I never did that before. <laughs> You're, no, I don't picture you running at all. I saw photos of you, like, struggling on a hike. Oh, yeah, but that was because... Yeah, that's because I... I I get I I get allergies from cats and I was just near a cat like oh. and I just couldn't like when I when I was trying to like walk I was just like oh my god I was still like feeling the like Jesus the cat allergies you know because I didn't bring any Claritin so I was just like yeah but even without that I still would have struggled just not as bad that's more what I'm getting at <laughs> I can't believe the pandemic has forced you into picking up jogging yeah <laughs> it's been brutal man it has been brutal because you're not working and you're at your mom's right so like you're just like doing whatever yeah. you can do yeah i mean i've gone to my apartment a couple times but like it's just weird every time i go every time i go back to my apartment it's just it's just like it looks like boston but it doesn't it's just bizarre how empty and weird it all is you know and just like everyone like it, it's weird because like I, i've been staying in a small town so like i don't see that many people yeah. and then to go from not seeing that many people and i i from the beginning of this pandemic not seeing that many people and then like two months later i went to my apartment and like just seeing the street filled with people with masks on just yeah. that was just that was just a surreal thing to just see like it was just jarring like I, i'm used to seeing like three like I've seen an empty grocery store. I don't like every person I know in the city has never seen that. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's just seen so many people, um, but they have nowhere to go. That's like, you know. No. Like, <laughs> and imagine how it is in New York. They're like trapped even more. I mean, there's nothing to do. Yeah. Well, it seems like they're doing some more stuff now. It's, you know, starting to, people are going out a little bit more, but I, I don't know. Um, 
it still seems strange. It still seems strange. Yeah. Well, I've brought you on this podcast to talk about one of your many obsessions. It seems like you had a lot though. So I ended up picking the topic. <laughs> Cause you're like, we could do movies, basketball, uh, wrestling. Did you say karate? I almost said karate. karate. I almost said karate. <laughs> I, ne I was never even like, I would say like karate and like, um, karate and hockey were things that like other kids were into that I just not, wasn't even remotely into. Yeah. 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 But I think we settled on the Red Sox, right? I yeah. Mean, yeah. I love, I love the Sox. I love the Sox. We do a Sox. <laughs> Did you, were you into the were you into the uh, sports at all when you were a kid, or I guess horse racing? So no, it was like I wasn't into. Guy? I wasn't into. Was Seabiscuit my guy? Yeah, no. you were in the Seabiscuit. No, I was. I mean, I watched the movies. I wasn't into horse racing. I was into like fancy horse jumping and stuff like that. Oh, hell yeah. That's like dog show shit. Yeah, basically. But, I mean, as far as the Red Sox, uh, we grew up in a Red Sox family. But, I mean, I don't think I had, like, I remember seeing uh, Pedro Martinez telling me to read in, like, the seventh grade on the wall. Oh, <laughs> oh I thought... I thought literally Pedro Martinez went to some small town in Vermont and was like, hey, bitch, you need to start reading. No, <laughs> Sam, I'm from Sudbury, Massachusetts. We've been over this. I, oh, I, yeah, but you got, you got Vermont in your blood. You know, you can't get, you can't hate on home. I'm not, fr I'm not even like attached to Vermont. <laughs> I don't know why. I thought you were from Vermont. We've had, remember, like I went to Lincoln Sudbury. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I worked there at one yeah. point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what was your first, like, your earliest memory of the Red Sox? Oh, uh, I mean, probably going to Fenway. I mean, that's, like, that's that's still to this day my favorite place, you know? Um yeah. I just, like, there's, there's, there's just something so exciting about, for me personally, like, I just grew up just loving loving baseball and like there's something just so exciting about baseball season because it's it's the summer everybody's out you know everybody's like more relaxed the games a lot you know a lot of the games were during the week so it's just like I know it always just felt like this fun activity you know and it's like yeah. you have all the traditions of it you know um and be and like yeah because it's like I I, I don't even like I'm not even that big into Cracker Jacks, but I, I eat them at a baseball game. Like, I just fall into all the traditions. Oh, of, because it's part know. of the tradition of being there is having the Cracker Jacks. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the Fenway Frank and, like, <laughs> like walking around the stadium. Like, I just, I love that feeling. And also, I just think, like, Fenway Park, um, as a piece of architecture, is just a beautiful-looking building, you know? Yeah. So what was the first, how old were you when you went to your first game? Oh, I don't, I don't, I honestly, I don't think I remember, but I do remember, I do remember one time going in the 90s, uh, late 90s, and I was probably, I don't know, somewhere between eight and 11, something like that. And yeah. uh, 
I remember going with my mom and we had tickets and we were sitting about 12 rows behind home plate. And my, my, like my favorite or my second favorite player at the time was this guy named Mo Vaughn. And he was like all-star hitter. And he, um, at one point, at one point in the big home run, like that, the, like, I don't know if you remember this, but in, in, in like, I think it was 99, there was the big year of the home run. And it was McGuire, Sosa, and and Ken Griffey, and Mo Vaughn, and a couple other a couple other batters, Rafael Primero, I think. They were all in competition to beat Roger Maris's home run record. And obviously, Sosa and McGuire were the guys who ended up coming out. Right. But at one point, Mo Vaughn was in he was in the running. Um, now we found out later they were all on roids, but that's beside the point. That was uh, the nineties. Yeah, it was the nineties. Who wasn't on roids? They were you all know, on roids all yeah. the time. <laughs> you think you were playing in a square fight against those other horses? Nah, those horses were juiced. You know, juiced. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I remember. So, like, I loved Movan, and he was the first baseman. And I remember me and my mom was sitting. We were sitting a few, like, it was like 10, 12 rows behind home plate. And we were sitting, and, there was, and Mo Vaughn went up to bat, and he looked, uh, he looked behind home plate, okay. and he, like, gave, like, a nod or, like, a wave. And, and we, like, and, and my mom looked over, and next to us is this, like, was this, like, older black guy. And my mom turned to me, and she was like, I think he's waving at him. And she turned to the guy after the, like, and then, then Mo Vaughn at bat, and then later on in the game, he did it again. Yeah. And my mom turned to the guy and like, and was like, hey, is he waving at you? And and the guy was like, yeah, that's my son. And, oh, wow. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and, and these were my mom's boss's seats. So we got to go, we went back again and he was there. Oh shit. And, and he remembered me and he gave me a signed baseball of like the 98 Celtics, of the 90, 98 Red <laughs> the Celtics. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, this team sucks. Here's a Celtics baseball. <laughs> oh, shit. That's exciting. Yeah, it was really, it was really cool. It was really cool. Um, and it, uh, that was like, that was like my fondest, fondest memory of yeah. Fenway. But I've had so many now. I, I mean, before this, I, I went like multiple times a year. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like last year you went several times. Yeah, I love yeah. I I love them. I it's it's I try to go like at least once a month during the season. Yeah. Um Sometimes I've gone more. Sometimes I miss a month. But like I try normally to go, um, regardless of how they're doing too. Like I've gone. I've seen I've seen some bad Red Sox teams. I've seen some great. I've seen the great ones, obviously. And then like, yeah, I, I really just love being there it's it's yeah. it's it's awesome and do you have any specifically like bad game experiences that you remember uh i remember i remember watching them one time in extra innings it was extra innings there was a little bit of rain not enough for them to like stop playing but it was like a little bit little bit drizzling extra innings and they lost and i oh. was <laughs> I was so pissed. <laughs> like it's raining. They can't yeah. even like bring it in. <laughs> I went and saw I saw I've only seen two playoff games. And one of them, they lost in the playoff game to Houston. 
and this was like a couple years ago and it was freezing it was freezing and oh, yeah. i just and i just remembered like i'm too dedicated to this team like this is i would not stand outside for three four hours for almost anything like, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's very few things to get me to stand outside in the cold and and that and the red sox are one of them I went to a game a couple years ago where I had to wear gloves and I was like, this is not <laughs> like how I want to watch baseball, but I'm here. <laughs> I want to catch a foul ball. That's one thing I, I've never gotten to do. You've never caught a foul ball ever? No, but you, you know what's funny? Last year, I went to a game with a comic that we know, uh, Osmin Garza. Yeah. And... Uh, and the there was a foul ball and it came right to her seat like right to her seat and she went up to catch it and it bounces right off her hands and it goes right behind her and but then the guy behind her took the ball and walked over and handed it to her oh that's nice yeah that was nice usually people like when i hear those stories i just assume that like the dude gave it to like his fiance or something like that Usually they give it, I've seen more of a child. Yeah, I was about yeah. sick. I like, usually what happens is I see somebody, they get it and they'll hand it to, if there's a kid around, they hand it to the kid. And if yeah. it's not, a, they keep it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never had that experience. I've never caught a foul ball, but at a, God, at a Celtics game once, I uh, met Jojo White, who I didn't know who he was at the time. <laughs> and I got his autograph and then I accidentally dropped the like program in a puddle after the game. And I was like bawling. And this guy was like, I don't understand why you're crying. Take my program. And I was like, you don't understand this player. I don't know who it is. Like signed it. <laughs> it's the closest I've ever gotten to a foul ball. And then years later, Jojo White opened a restaurant in Maynard, Massachusetts. And my really? dad, yes. And my dad interrupted him while he was filming and asked him for another autograph for me. No shit. Yeah. Have you been to a restaurant? Is it still there? It's closed. I mean, like all those like Big Poppy's restaurants, I don't even know if those are still open. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I'm trying to think if there's any athlete restaurants around in New England. I know in the Midwest and in the South, it's pretty mm -hmm. popular. Really popular. Yeah, out here, in, out here, I don't think there's any. I mean, I remember there used to be a Testaverdes, um, Tony, uh, was Vinny Testaverde, he was a quarterback. Yeah. I think he played for the Ravens and the Jets, but he was from here and he had a restaurant in Worcester, but I think it's something different now. Well, and Johnny Damon used to have oh, yeah. a restaurant, I think. Yeah. That's a whole yeah. other story. I mean, like, I don't know how you felt about him, but I, it was like a stab in the back when he went to the Yankees. That was, that was brutal. Him going to Yankees, Clemens going to Yankees. Um, and then who's the, who's the other big one? There's another one. Oh, Jacoby, Jacoby Ellsbury. Those oh, were, the, yeah. those three, they all went to the Yankees. And it's, and the thing that kills me is that, Jacoby and and like Damon, they played the same position. So it's just like so it they won a championship and then went to the Yankees and it just like that upset me. But the Yankees, I think it's been like fifteen years since the Yankees have won a title. So 
so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, I bounced out because they also have 26 of them. Uh, I remember in the late 90s when I, like, I love, I, 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 every year I wanted them, I was hoping it was the year they break the, they break the curse. curse. And it was 96, 97, 98, 99, all four years, the Yankees won the championship. Uh. I was like, oh, that was devastating. That was, that's why 2004, even though I was like a sophomore or junior in high school, it was like still one of the greatest times of my life to see the Red Sox win a championship. Yeah. Yeah. It was like utter chaos. I remember going to like Bob's, um, that like clothing store in at like midnight and we were like throwing elbows to get hats and stuff like that. <laughs> it was such a big deal that they won and they broke the curse that it was like everybody and their mother just like had to go out and buy merch and like the streets, I'm sure they were crazy. To this day, outside of like Obama winning, I don't think I've ever seen a bigger parade ever. Like, yeah. like, I don't think I've ever seen something as big as that. Um, like with my own eyes, at least. Have you, have you been to the parade in person before? I went to 04 and I went to, um, and I went to the one two years, three, three years ago was the last time they won. I didn't go to 07 because they won 04, 07, 14 and 17, I think. Yeah. Um, and I didn't go. I didn't go to four. I didn't go to the middle ones, but I did go to 04 and I went to 07. It's got to be a wild experience. Like it's just like throngs of people at that point. Yeah, it, it's not nearly as like uh, it was more fun. It, it was definitely more like two, the one in 2017 was way more fun because I could drink. Yeah. You know, like in 2004, I was like, I was like, did was you like, go with your par- your mom yeah. in 2004? <laughs> yeah. I went like with my mom and stuff, so it was like not nearly as as fun. <laughs> but because like I also at that time I had friends in college, and like I had friends in Northeastern, and they would tell me about like how crazy those parties were, and it's yeah. like still like still to this day one of my buddies tells the story of like the night they won, and he's like it was the most insane thing trying to get back to my dorm, like. Oh, and, sure. It's like ridiculous. It's like yeah. riots in the streets. And like, yeah. I don't think I don't think I've ever heard of people burning couches in Boston, but I could see like, to a point that it would be wild like that. Yeah, it was more like it was more like naked people throwing glass bottles like that. What? was what he, Like, you know, people were just going nuts. And he was like, I, he was like, I saw shirtless guys just you know, chugging beers and then throwing the glass bottles around and stuff like that. So he was like, this it was just like, it was like that scene in War of the Worlds, you know, when Tom Cruise is trying to get to his house. <laughs> oh, God. Um, who do you think's the most underrated player the Red Sox have had over the last few years? Ooh. Ooh, I like that. You, I like that. Do, do you have a whole litany of these questions? No, I didn't come prepared as I <laughs> normally do. Because what I end up doing is like these are all the questions I wrote for Severse, who just did the last episode, and we barely talked about any of them. And I was like, oh, Sam and I are gonna have enough of a, you know, like chat. We won't need questions. Yeah. Do you think it's going well? Are we having a nice rapport? 
Yeah, but I don't know if you're going to be the host of the podcast. <laughs> like, I don't think it's going to be the gimme with Kathleen and Sam. Like, you, before this, you set the expectation so high. You're like, Kathleen, what if our rapport is so good <laughs> that you ask me to be a co-host? <laughs> I, I was thinking more of like a sidekick where I just kind of chime in and, uh, and but you I come in with like, the zingers. Yeah, I just come in with a zinger every now and then. Or I just, I, I'm just in the background laughing. So, like, <laughs> I do most of the heavy lifting, and then you just, like, have your name attached to it. <laughs> and I throw in a couple, I throw in a couple bits. I'm just trying to get on this, I'm trying to get on this gimme brand. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> you're the one who, I mean, you also told me we had to talk about the name. You're part of the reason that I named it the gimme. <laughs> but every time you text me you misspell it so like <laughs> how is it supposed to be spelled i thought it was g-i-m-m-e yeah but you always spell it g-i-m-m-i-e oh well that's fun too but anyway do you not like the two eyes well i mean it's not i would have to change everything if i wanted to add an extra eye like i already have it all out there on apple and spotify with one eye oh yeah that's true that's true i want to now you know if it ain't broke don't fix it you know what i mean yeah it seems but, like it's working but no i didn't come well prepared i i wasn't prepared i was just like <laughs> sam's not gonna show up <laughs> uh but that's fine and but no. i actually want to know who you think the underrated player um i think i think he's probably properly rated in in the in the history of baseball but like i love tim wakefield and i think what, oh yeah and i think what he did i see i'm always impressed by longevity i it's okay it's like it's like it's like the reason why I think five, 10 years from now, I'm probably going to say, I won't say now, but I think five, 10 years from now, I might say LeBron James is the best player of all time because he did it for so long. Uh, and what's holding you back from calling LeBron James the best player of all time? Right, right now? now? Yeah. Michael Jordan? Jordan, has, Jordan has six championships, yeah. Um, and, and LeBron has three and you, I I don't think he has to have six to be the champion the be in my opinion the goat but I do think he has to have more than three yeah but you also can make the case like LeBron James it's like he's going to end his career probably being the only player to have the most points the most re uh, be top five in points rebounds and assists and no other player has ever done that yeah and a lot of that is because he's gonna he's probably going to play for at least twenty years twenty something years. That's insane. Uh, That's like a very long career for any pro athlete. Yeah. And especially one coming from, he started when he was 18, you know? Yeah. yeah. But that's the same reason why I love Wakefield. He's, I don't think there's another pitcher in, in Red Sox history that's won more, won more games at Fenway Park than him. And now, was he the best pitcher? No. But, <laughs> but, is a, but it's the fact that he lasted this long doing something so unusual because he yeah. threw a knuckleball. And yeah. it's like, that's a bizarre, Super I tried. It's, yeah. it's, it's so uncomfortable to do. Yeah. And to be able to do that for, I think he played 16 years. It's, it's impressive. And like, yeah, I remember 
when the Red Sox were really stinking sometime between – sometime between – I think it was, like, maybe the around the time of, like, the – of the um, – might have been, like, season – the season of the chicken and beer incident or like maybe a couple years after that wait what's and- the chicken and beer incident oh you don't you know you know this? okay so the this was this was before yeah this was so this was like some this was like after like around after the 07 championship it was like sometime like 08 09 or something like that the red sox had like a season where they very like underperformed and okay. then there was the story that came out that Terry Francona was letting Josh Beckett and some other players like drink chicken and I mean uh, drink beer and, and eat fried chicken. I remember this dugout. now. Yeah. 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 And they were doing it in the dugout during games, which like when you read about baseball from 1910 to, I don't know, 2011, 2012, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like people did it. It just you the Red Sox did it under the guise of like their expectations were much higher, so they're trying to point at something. Also, I mean, yeah, it was they were doing it to a point where it was definitely had to not been helping. <laughs> I can't imagine that like downing a bunch of beer before you go up is a great idea in yeah. any sport. I think the thing was was that most of them were pitchers who weren't playing. Like oh you know, yeah, they were not yeah that makes more sense they weren't in the rotation so like it was their day off but like you know it's also probably you know probably shouldn't be doing that when you're (laughs) getting paid like millions and shit but it was after the chicken and beer and i remember like because they did a big overhaul they traded a bunch of players yeah and and then like i think it was the next year or two years later they won the championship because they won the year the, the marathon i believe right uh, oh, the Boston Marathon bombing? But yeah, it was like the... I remember they all got traded and stuff, and I remember in between that transition period, they were like they were like losing pretty badly. And Bobby Valentine was the uh, manager, and he was like totally wrong. He was like the worst fit for the team. Yeah. And I remember sitting in the stands one day watching a game, and they were getting spanked. Like, just getting spanked. And some guy in the background yelled bring back wakefield and everybody <laughs> clapping and chanting it and wakefield had been retired for like eight years at this point, or yeah years. <laughs> and everyone was just like bring back wakefield and i never forgot that and every time i go to a red sox game and they're losing i i yell that oh my god i just kind of remember the red sox frozen in like when they win so I'll be like, oh, bring back Papelbon. Like, remember? <laughs> like, I don't even think Papelbon was that good of a pitcher, but I just remember, like, that last game, I was like, oh, my God, we got to keep him. He did the Irish jig on the mound. I was, like, so enthused about that. He came out to ship enough to Boston. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Yeah, he was he, – he felt very – he felt, like, very iconic Boston. Yes uh Blair yeah that that was the other thing there was so much uh character with the 2004 and 2007 teams like the 2000 the 2013 2014 team like that was like Poppy that was like Poppy leading them with like a bunch of young really good studs right and 
but and 2017 was like oh the red sox like bought the best team and it worked but like 0407 it was like they were just like guys like veritack and like oh, um, jason veritack yeah yeah <laughs> one of my friends at, uh friends must have been like 2004 so that must have been like middle school had a big old crush on jason veritack oh yeah <laughs> could never figure that one out but i was like okay good for you who who are you into was it trot nixon i don't think i had a crush on any baseball player i was just like solid chris evans captain america you know from day one <laughs> <laughs> were you super into chris evans from cellular no i was into chris evans because he was from sudbury massachusetts so i didn't give a shit what movie he was in i would just be a fan of it like it would be the worst movie and i'd be like that movie that he was in puncture is fantastic or like uh he did that movie where they steal the the test i, I can't oh remember. yeah the perfect score yeah oh the perfect score <laughs> fantastic chris evans deserved an award for that like all of his movies oh even God. fucking snowpiercer i like snowpiercer but like the perfect score i haven't seen that in so long do you do you remember who else is in that movie oh man i could look it up it was like actually a decent cast it's it's him it's scar joe yes um who else is in it i i know it's him scar johansson I want to say it's that Eric Christensen Olsen guy who's in like that. I think he's on like NCIS or CSI, one of those shows Let's now. See. And then they had a they had um they had a basketball player on it too. I yeah. Forget. I I remember it because I used to work at Blockbuster and I just remember seeing so the perfect score like always sitting there and I was like, man. Darius Miles. Darius Miles. Yes, Darius Miles. Yep. Erica Christensen. Yep. Oh, Erica Christensen from a uh, swim fan. Did you mm -hmm. ever see swim fan? No. <laughs> I was just oh. was like, any movie that he was in, I was not another teen movie. I was like a big fan of that. That was his first <laughs> movie he ever did. That movie was not good. Not another teen movie. Oh my God. I remember that. I, you know, what's funny. It's like when I saw that, that you know i was still at that age where like i couldn't tell like i knew it was a parody movie because there were parody movies i'd seen but yeah. when i saw a scene when i didn't know the movie i was like did they make that up <laughs> and then and then years later i see a different movie and i'm like oh that's from not another team movie yeah <laughs> like i just saw varsity blues and i realized oh that whipped cream scene that's from yes. that I, like i had no idea i had no idea yeah so I wasn't like into any baseball players other than, I mean, like I was a big fan of um, Nomar Garcia Parra for a long time, but uh, I think that's because my best friend growing up was obsessed, just like thoroughly obsessed with him. Like to the point that like she had a horse that was named Nomar. <laughs> Do you know how he, uh, you want to, uh, my oh well, one thing I love about Nomar is his glove thing. Did you ever? Do you remember? Oh that? yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They all have weird <laughs> little ticks. Yeah, every at bat he was just he would strap his gloves over and over, and I I used I love that. I love that. <laughs> He's not the only one. I don't remember who, but there's others that definitely have you know their ticks at bat. Yeah, 
Yeah, that was the first. That was like the first like clear cut one I saw. That yeah. was like the first one I really remember. I had I didn't know his, his name is just is just backwards. Is just his father's name backwards, Ramon. Well, that takes like the excitement out of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a. Were they just like we we want to name him after our father, but we can't give him the name Ramon? Like that's just like very. I don't know why they did that, but I think I, it's either his father or someone related to him, but it's Ramon backwards. Huh. Interesting. Uh, since we're talking about pitchers. I have to ask you your opinion on Kurt Schilling. Oh man. Oh yeah. I I mean like as far as like when you know when I think of 04, I can't not think about like the bloody sock. It comes into play at some point. Oh you know? yeah. Uh he's in the pantheon on it of it all. You know, he's he's you can't like I can't remove the rec the actual record because of him, you know what I mean? Um but like yeah, I'm not I, I don't have uh, the the fortunate thing about uh, athletes as opposed to like you know actors and musicians or whatever or any other uh, any other any other person that people will admire. Yeah. The, the 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 nice thing about athletes is that their careers end. So like I never really like I'll see a headline about Kurt Schilling about Kurt Schilling and I'll be like oh yeah that really sucks. Luckily, I don't ever have to like see anything of Kurt Schilling further. <laughs> like, right. unless, I, unless I'm like rewatching highlights from 04, which I do occasionally do. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just think it's uh, he just seems like he's gone down a, a road that a lot of people dislike him. Currently. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he definitely he definitely has done that for sure. But, yeah, like, in 04, I thought he was like. Oh, I think we all thought he was a god. Oh, I thought he was the, I mean, the bloody sock is just, it's so fucking cool. Like, the fact that he did it, I was like, this is the man. Yeah. Uh, and, and like, yeah, but like, even, even then, I still, I still definitely preferred, uh, Pedro was definitely like, like, in 04, I would say like, Pedro, Pedro Poppy, uh, Dave Roberts, because he had the steal, um, those were probably like my like my big guys, but like I mean I I, I you know I loved uh, I loved uh, what's his name uh, uh, Kevin Millar uh, you know like just like when when it comes to like oh four that's always got like a special thing for me but yeah, yeah outside of that I uh, you know outside of that I very rarely ever ever think everything everything fondly of Kurt Schilling. <laughs> I think a lot of people would agree with that. Yeah. Do you think 04 is the best team that the Red Sox have had? No, no, not the best team. The best team they ever had was three years ago, 2017. That they, I mean, they, I don't know if they broke the, the record for wins or they came close. I think they broke the record. It was pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That was like insane. I mean, you can make a case that that might be the best baseball team ever assembled in my lifetime. Like, I mean, that's a, uh, I mean, maybe like the Yankees in 97. I, I was going to say, like the Yankees, they have to have a team there with like A-Rod and Jeter when they were pretty tight. Yeah, I, I mean, I would, I definitely think that like that 97, 98 Yankees and then like maybe one of those Braves teams from 94. And I mean, I, 
I, I don't I don't remember the the Blue Jays won the championship and I, I, I know that that team was really good, but I mean I was four years old. I don't remember. You don't um, remember the games no. when you were four, Sam? Oh my god. I can't I use you as a credible source on this. Yeah, I don't remember the ninety one, ninety two Blue Jays or whatever. <laughs> but the two thousand seventeen Red Sox, I mean that's 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 definitely the that's definitely the, the best team but 04 was like i mean that's that's the most fun that's it was the it was the most exciting thing ever yeah it was a big that i remember that that was a big deal to a lot of people the amount of posters that i had in middle school like surrounding our english literature classroom it was just all red sox players telling me to read and i was like these guys probably don't even know how to read. They are all just like our professional baseball players. That's how they're making their money. <laughs> it was like scholastic, you know, book fair was like, Nomar wants you to read. And I was like, I don't think Nomar gives a shit. Yeah, yeah. You you, you would think Nomar doesn't care. I think Nomar cared. I mean, back in the day, I was just, I, I didn't care. But now I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, they don't care. And then the 2017 team, I think that was the year I went to like two or three games and I was like, they're just going to win everything. Like, why am I, they're just going to win. It's going to be an easy win. That team was, that team was set up. I mean, I just don't, talent wise, I just don't think there's ever been a more talented Red Sox team ever. Like, I mean, that, like, they they were extremely dominant in every front. Um, Yeah. And now it's like, now it's like kind of a bummer to watch right now. (laughs) <laughs> like, I mean, have you been watching any of the games? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And definitely. it's like a bloodbath, isn't it? They're getting an ass kicked every, almost every day. They're getting ass kicked. They have, they have no pitching, and the beginning of the year, JD Benettoni goes down early, and then JD was in a huge slump for like three weeks. I think he had like one homer and like four hits, Ugh. and then like it was just like. They were just getting that. Like Mitch Moreland was their best hitter, and it's like, it was like it was like Mitch Moreland, Verdugo, and like and um and uh uh Bogarts. But like, they were like carrying the team. But like other than that, it was it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. And then they traded Moreland, and he was he was their third best batter, and he was and he only batted half the games. <laughs> Didn't they trade him for like a bunch of? Uh... Like prospect. S- prospect players, yeah. yeah. They they traded this year. They traded Moreland for some prospects in San Diego, and they traded their closer uh, to Philly for a couple pitchers. Um, I mean, they got a prospect, and then like Nick Pizzetta, Pizzetta, whatever. He's like, okay, I guess. I mean, they they're setting themselves up to hopefully be good later this year, but it. I mean, next year, but um, they're. They definitely have to like. They definitely have to go out and spend some money on the off season, and especially because they don't have sale either. So it's like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's bad. I mean, I think after um, David Ortiz left, I just like assumed that the Red Sox were gonna fall apart. I you would think that, but like, I mean, they 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 were. They were looking good a couple years ago, and I mean, obviously 2017. But like, uh, because I, um, 
Because I think 2017 was Poppy's last year. I yeah. Because it was yeah. like a big push for him to get like one more yeah. championship. But I mean, they had JD Martinez replacing him. So it was like, it was pretty, it was a pretty like, um, uh, yeah, but you know, New England gets attached to their players. Yeah. (laughs) When Tom Brady left, everybody was like devastated. Like, I think I had to like, you know, send condolences to like 15 (laughs) male comedians in Boston comedy who were like so (laughs) devastated by the news. But then the Patriots got Cam. So it, it like, they at least the bridge was not yeah the bridge was not like a um a wait it wasn't like oh we have to wait for some guy to develop they went and got like another but yeah I know I know what I you, mean it's I a dynasty it's like you know Brady had his dynasty and then I think David Ortiz had his you know baseball dynasty and yeah and I I mean I under like you know uh, I I I get why there's so much. Uh, love for the Brady Belichick dynasty, but like to me, the the Sox winning those four, it there's there's nothing there, there's nothing that there's nothing to me that I've ever seen in in my I've been watching sports, you know, my whole life. There's yeah. there's still nothing to me, and I know I'm still like a homer in saying it, but like I truly believe I've never I still have never seen anything like '04. Um, right, and I don't think we will i mean i i mean we might but i'm trying to think comparably with the patriots the the falcons the falcons patriots game that was something just because like no one had ever came back that far deep right um but like you kind of expect the patriots to win a game so right like Like with the red Sox, it was this like curse that was finally you know broken or whatever you, Which yeah, I you, still don't know if I believe in the curse. You don't believe that the curse was real? I mean, do you believe that the curse of the Bambino was... Is that what it is? The curse of the Bambino? The curse of the Bambino, yeah. yeah. Is, the, is, the, is that <laughs> real? Do you believe in that? Uh, well, not anymore because they won in 04. But, and, yeah, yeah. but like... I mean, I believed it was real until it was broken. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like a hill for them to die on. <laughs> like if they lost a season, they'd just be like, oh shoot, that curse. Well, it was like it was a lot like um the Cubs had that same thing and theirs lasted even longer. Longer. I, mean, I, think, I think theirs was a hundred hundred and five. It was like hundred and five years, I think, the, the, the curse of the goat, what it, or whatever it was. Yeah. I think it was a like goat. <laughs> I, 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 I have a I have a friend in Arizona listening to this right now that's like it's actually the curse of the blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah I yeah I did I for some reason that curse didn't feel real to me. <laughs> I was like I think your team's just bad because that was the other thing that was so heartbreaking is that the Red Sox were pretty much from the time I can remember watching them. Yeah, they were always mostly good or above average you know they were i mean at least in the late 90s i think they went to the playoffs three times and and then like and then they went you know they were there in 02 and they were pretty deep i think it was 02 and so like it made everything feel like yeah it just it, it it set everything up for 04 to just be so like monumentous yeah 
I think we know a few people who probably got tattoos because of that 04 game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh sam is there a baseball team that you dislike that you really just hate yeah i mean yeah it's 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 steve umpire it's the it's the it's the yankees it's it's it's, it's, obviously it has to be the yankees right it has to be it has to be i have a i have this dream of trying to go to every stadium so i've been to like i'm i've been slowly doing this like every year i try to go to like one or two games at a different different city and i've been to old yankee stadium before but like uh i haven't been to the new one and that is the last one i'm doing because i like i don't want to go just don't want to (laughs) go yeah (laughs) i've been to a mets game i've never i i I haven't been to new yankee stadium i'll say that i mean i think a lot of people probably feel the same way yeah (laughs) it's you know any anybody that wears a yankees hat in boston i'm always like you're just trying to be an asshole I I feel like it's yeah I feel like it's just a thing of like I I want to you know I want to stand out you know maybe some people are actually from New York but like I think a lot of it is just like you want to stand out because it's like any other team you wear does not mean it blends it. in here like it blend, yeah. you could be like a a Phillies like any fan of any sport but if it's the Yankees in Boston you're screwed basically yeah. And I would feel like maybe there's a little bit for like the New York Giants and the Lakers, and the Lakers would probably be, but people don't wear basketball hats. Like, it's yeah, but a- also like, I just think there's such an iconic rivalry between the Red yeah. Sox and the Yankees. I did have to, I have to say, when I saw a bunch of people moving in at BU, I was making fun of all these girls Instagramming themselves and their Yankees hats. And I was like, is this your personality for freshman year that you're just going to be like the bitch that is a fan of the Yankees? <laughs> you got to try a little harder. Yeah, I also hate the fact that they're doing pretty well this year. Sam, do you, do you have any other hot takes before we wrap up? Um, oh, no, I, I, I don't think so. I, I, was trying to, I was trying to think about if I had like another... <laughs> If I had this, I was like, oh, I got this. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember it. I, I forgot. I had this whole theory on uh, the, Heathcliff, uh, the Heathcliff Slocum trade, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that would, if, like, if my listeners would follow along with that. That might just, like, whew. Well, it, it did change. It changed the whole game because the Red Sox traded Heathcliff, who was my favorite because of his name. Uh, he was a fave. But in that trade, they got Veritech and somebody else. I forget who else. It might have been Beckett. It might have been Josh Beckett. I don't remember. I mean, they both were around the same time, so that could be a thing. Yeah. Well, Sam, I'm I'm glad you came on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. I mean, you know, maybe I'll use you as a zinger another time. <laughs> Did this work out? Was this good? I thought this was good. You know, right. I liked your perspective. Do you... I just want... I just want to live up to the standard of the of the gimme. <laughs> do you have uh do you have any shows or anything you want to promote before we end this thing? Uh just check out my social media on Twitter and Instagram. I'm the Sam Ike. And yeah, that's about it. Cool. I'm sure you'll be back in I mean, it sounds like you're probably not gonna be back in Boston for a while. What until comedy starts again. 
Either that or the next Red Sox game that I can go to. <laughs> Might be a while. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sam, it's been a delight having you on. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners. If you've made it this far, you're listening to an episode of The Gimme. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you already found us. Um, please don't forget to rate and review, and we'll see you again next week.